Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BP W number 12, that's Bias Panimi for Women, Share number 12. We're middle of Marriage Secrets by Leah Richheimer, Chapter 5, Infinite Blessings, and we're continuing from last Shear in regarding to the ability of a woman to receive, to receive tremendous bracha of a flow of bracha that comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the husband, and then to her as she is being makabal those brachas. And um, we're going to continue that. And we left off yesterday, and again, he she said in a, a, a st- sentence that seemed extreme, and I don't fully uh, agree with it in all situations, but it is true in various connections between a husband and a wife. And this that she wrote, that independence and self-sufficiency are indeed valuable traits, but not in a marital relationship, I think that there is to be taken with a grain of salt there. Because within many aspects of the marital relationship, uh, for a woman, if it's her personality, and it's healthy for her to have a self-expression, a self-sufficiency in running the home, and in her opinions, and what she you know, what matters to her, that I believe is very valuable, not only to her, but to her husband. But at the same time, I do believe that she is correct, that in many aspects of the marital relationship, especially in the personal connection between a husband and wife, when they're deeply connecting with one another as husband and wife, there it is very important for the woman to bring out the softer nature of her nature, the willingness to receive and the willingness to accept blessing and the willingness to be vulnerable and allow herself to be needed by, by you know, to be needed, to, to need her husband, rather. And that is a very, very important, valuable trait. And it is not a weakness. It is actually a great strength. And I believe that's what she's trying to stress. Then she brings down something from Sefer Teres Chayim that's a tremendous lesson that brings out this point. And over there he explains that when you give by Sheva Brachis, the kais, when you make the bracha on the Sheva Brachis, and then you give that kais, the cup of wine, to his wife, that turns the man's cup into kaisal bracha. That is, even though he is the one who is making the bracha on the wine, but as such, he is the one who is initiating the flow of bracha into the home, Nevertheless, the bracha cannot remain there without a kli kibble. It needs a vessel to contain that bracha. That keli is his wife. Only through her can the blessings be a permanent part of her, their household. And that is the chazal that says that all bracha in the home of a person comes from the woman. Because she is the keli that's receiving that bracha. So therefore, it's important to learn how to receive. Again, not in, we're talking about not in an egoistic and selfish, self-indulgent way, but there's a way to receive in a very spiritual way, even physical pleasures and physical gifts, to receive it in the way that Hashem meant it for you to receive. We explained very often that sometimes a husband needs to learn this. It is true that he lacks the ability because he is short, in, has some shortcomings and does not is not willing to give enough. He has a certain ego or selfishness himself that he has to work on. And he doesn't shower on his wife the brachas that he needs to. And we talked about that and we'll continue to talk about that. But equally to that, there's also many husbands where indeed they do want to and desire to shower 
goodness upon their wives and blessings, and very often the wife will reject that, either because they're angry at her at their husbands and they don't want to get, have, give them the satisfaction of pleasing them, or they feel uncomfortable with the attention or the low self-esteem, or they don't feel they're deserving of praise or thoughtfulness, or they're annoyed with their husbands, so uh, wives tend to punish him by rejecting his gifts, which in turn is a rejection of him himself. So how do we receive our husband's blessings with as much enthusiasm as possible? So the first step is to recognize each and every time we reject our husband. By noticing when we refuse his blessing, we will gain the power to act differently next time and shower that blessing upon him. And it's important to bolster ourselves before we start because, and she says, most of her students were shocked of how many times per day they, without even meaning to do it, rebuff their husband's gifts to them. She says, don't be hard on yourself. Could be you're never likely taught this before, but remember that we need to learn this and develop it and keep your eyes open and to recognize very often how you, when your husband really wants to do his best to please you and give you brachas, to accept it with graciousness and allow the flow of bracha to come to you. And in turn, you return that with a tremendous akara satayv. And through that, there is no limit of the brachas you can bring down from shamayim. And you need to understand this. Very, very important. People worry, you know, they, they, they dive in Rosh Hashanah. And, and this is a big, big question. You know, dive in Rosh Hashanah for brachas. And the way the Mepharshim explain it very often is that uh, even though you judge Rosh Hashanah on how much blessing and bracha you get, but the bottom line, it's very possible that on Rosh Hashanah it's decided you're getting a huge amount of bracha but it's in a spiritual state right now. It's in potential form. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, now through your behaviors, through the course of the year, as you do the things you need to do, by the husband giving, the wife receiving as an example in the context of what we're giving the share on now, that's how the bracha actually flows downward and is brought down into this world in a very tangible way. And that is a very, very important thing. So he, she brings an anecdote, if you own the book, on page 105, a, like a sort of a, a scenario where, where, where there's a situation where the wife is talking to her daughter on the phone, a married daughter on the phone, and, and the husband comes in in the other room, and the interaction of certain things where she's rejecting his gifts to her, she's, he's offering things to her and to help in the house, and so on and so forth, and... Um, and she's and the way not to respond and the way to respond. So she writes that this is really the easiest lesson in this whole book. Because um, how does your husband know that you received his blessing is when you say thank you and that you mean it and that's all. To be a good receiver of taiv, you need to really just say thank you, but with your full heart, with great appreciation. And the more you say thank you, when you receive graciously the gifts he gives you, it creates a, create a greater keli for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's blessings to flow through you. And we see from here the concept of HaKar Satayv. So for all of you, just to talk about this for a moment, that feel, what do you mean receiving? Isn't receiving selfish? The answer is, is that once the receiving is received, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to receive it, and you return that with a hakaras hatoiv, with a thank you, with a gratefulness, then you have done 
a tremendous taiva in the fact of your receiving that it came from the right place and 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 that is how we hear the bracha is how. Rechaim Shmulevitz writes that regarding the need to recognize and pay a kindness, that the attribute of a person recognizing his obligation is deeply rooted in his nature, so we feel a deep need to show gratitude, and somehow we get derailed. And that is why, very important, the most important words that you say in the day is the first words you say when you wake up in the morning. Moida'ani, I am grateful. Showing that your first obligation when you get up in the morning is to show HaKadosh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, your HaKar HaSatayv for the fact that he gives you life anew each and every day. So when you thank your husband, when he gives you something, it's the most powerful action you can take to show your husband how much you appreciate him, how much you love him, how much you are grateful to him, and that how much you're receiving from him that you do not take for, grant, for, for granted. So when you start today, that when your husband gives you a compliment, or a kind word, or a gift, or does something for you, anything for you, you reply back in the most warm and genuine thank you that you could possibly muster, verbalize it, train your brain and your heart to think and feel this, and that way you become a better receiver, and you become even more thankful. And the thankfulness creates more joy, and creates more harmony in the home, and creates a beautiful shalom bias. The, the practical way she says to do this is to start by noticing every single time your husband does something for you or says something nice to you and to notice it more, the big things and the little things, how he came back from shul when he said he would, when he did not slam the back of the door when you told him not to, he put the orange juice back in his fridge, he wants to help you, you allow him to help you, that's receiving, it's a chesed to allow him to help you when he wants to help you. Or recognize when he pays the phone bill every month, or he cleans his closet, or he's listening to your relatives and has tremendous respect for them. Notice it and show Akar Satayv to him. That noticing will affect you tremendously to the core. Whereas in the past you may have brushed it off and he felt neglected that way. Now you notice it, he feels more love, and the more love you will feel and the more you will feel loved. And working towards this Akar Satayv deeply and to think how lucky you are to have such a husband, the more things you notice and appreciate about him, the happier you will be, and the more he'll want to shower ten times over more and more brachas. The more you thank him, the more, and he says, she says here, thank him ten times more than you presently do. And again, some people think it's over the top, so you got to know gauge personalities, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, like it's overkill. Even that could be overkill. But don't be stingy with your grateful words at all. Be more liberal and open to it. Usually, um, the husband, the more he hears this, the more he takes pleasure and nachas ruach from this, and the more he'll be wanting to give more brachas to you. Now, it's very important, again, that, 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 again, women, assuming this author too, and others that have stronger assertive personalities. And I think that's what she meant in that earlier thing that we started out the share today and, 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 and in the previous share, that it's okay and it's acceptable. If that's your tunas anefesh, if you have a stronger personality or a, or a strong intellect and strong convictions, you're not to make a whole personality overhaul, even though that's technically, stereotypically not feminine 
attributes, but that, if that's part of who you are, you don't reject it out of hand. And you accept your own personality, and your husband appreciates it, I'm sure, too. He needs to learn that and accept it, too. But nevertheless, according to all opinions, in a marital relationship between a husband and a wife, the wife, no matter how strong of a personality she has, she needs to develop that softer, vulnerable willingness to allow herself to be vulnerable and to express softness and kindness and the fact that she needs her husband. That is not a weakness, that is a strength, especially for a person like that, especially for a person who is independent and strong-minded overall. She needs this the most for her own shlemus and good health and for the health of their shalom bias. That I need my husband and I support him and I'm loving towards him and soft towards him and I don't put that harshness or that toughness that doesn't apply when I'm with my husband from a husband and wife connection. That's a very important thing to, thing to know and understand. Appreciation also means to acknowledge your husband's gifts to you. Every possible way you thank him verbally, you write him, thank you notes, compliment him for his efforts. And again, I'm just going to say this like I always say this, that on the other side of the mechitza to the husbands, I express this concept also that they need to express all that Akarasa tell you that we're talking here goes there. That is indeed a two-way street. Like almost everything we say in these shiurim, this, like some things that are unique to men and, 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 and women, but at the bottom line is, is that's what it is. And when you, the Chayva brings down also that when you sincerely thank others, that's a good way to develop a, a feeling of Akarasa Toiv to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And um, by showing that Akaras HaTayv, you're receiving what he's giving you. Sometimes a husband could be stingy, but he needs to work on it. But sometimes you just perceive that he's stingy, but in reality, he is giving. And what stops him from giving more is the rejection. When he feels rejected or that you you like, oh, don't make a big deal of it or push him away when he wants to give you at some point, he will shut down. And maybe that's why he's not giving. So it's something to think about and to consider. But don't give up on that. That's one of the greatest things you can do is to grow in that Akarasatoy without restraint. Thank him for things and to repeat that and to show your appreciation all the time. He brings down here, she brings down, from the biography of Rebetzin Kanievsky, the wife of Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And she said in her in the book, it's it's published, that it's particularly important for a wife to receive to frequently praise her husband. And it he she said very interesting, it's my obligation as a wife to compliment Rav Chaim. Now you would think Rav Chaim needs her compliments. Such a big godl of such stature needs her compliments, but she says this. It's my obligation as a wife to compliment Rab Chaim. I usually do so in private. Occasionally I make it a point to praise him in public. The words a wife uses to praise her husband are the most precious words she will ever say in her life. I will repeat that line. The words a wife uses to praise her husband are the most precious words she will say in her life. There is never a situation where one spouse gives the other too much praise. And you be creative, and you thank you for all the details of it. And don't be, you know, and when your husband gives you a compliment, 
Thank him for it. Don't go into Anivas and say, reject the compliment and say, no, it's not true. You're, 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 you're beautiful. No, I look ugly. I'm 10 pounds overweight or whatever. You don't do that. You graciously accept that compliment that your, wife, your husband gives you. The more you accept it, the more you'll he'll shower more appreciation. And the happiest in the world. You have no idea how many of your husbands want to. They may not express it openly. Want to give to you and want to shower you appreciation. And the thank you you give them is the most, makes them feel like a million dollars. Rabbi Asher Weiss explains that Kaddish blessings are given to the whole Mishpacha, but the wife has as much power as the husband through to through a tefillas and mitzvahs. Again, we said this before because we started out the previous year saying that the brachas come through the husband, but that's not to negate the fact that the wife through her tefillas and mitzvahs bring bracha. It's just that the conduit, her tefillas create those riboy bracha, but it comes through the conduit of her husband. And to receive your husband's blessing, that's an easy thing, that's what you need to do. Receive it with a warm harp, he compliments you, does something nice to you, even remembers to bring home the milk, receive it graciously, and express as much hakaras atayv to muster as much as possible. By the way, now for all of you that feel, wait a minute, that's selfish, this receiving business. I want to be a giver. I want to be a giver. Everyone wants to be a giver. So you're saying that the husband is meant to give and the wife to receive what I'm receiving all the time, but you need to understand that by your receiving, you are giving. There's a big difference between receiving and taking. Taker means you take with no with, with only total self-interest. Give, receiving means that you're receiving something because Hashem wants you to receive it. And with that, you are giving back. The way the, a wife gives back to her husband by receiving from him, that's how he gives to, she gives to her husband. It's difficult very often for a woman to receive. And she, pushes, and she pushes herself to receive out of a deep love for her husband because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. She wants to give him the gift of receiving from, uh, from him. Your husband was given to you by Hashem in order to take care of him. And he was selected to bring out your best potential, his best potential, and, to sh- and, and, and showing your approval to him is also something that is neglectful. And very, she writes, she's writing this, that, that many are tight-fisted with their appreciation. Husbands very often don't feel the satisfaction which their souls really yearn for, yearn for. Many of them ache to please their wives. They really want to do this. And the wives very often refuse to give them that pleasure. And if the wives can awaken within themselves the ability to soften, to let that love in, receive it with a full heart, can turn your whole life around, it can turn your whole marriage around. And the, all the brachis increase, increase, and get showered and showered upon you. One who gives, desires gives over to the receiver, and he brings down different chazals on this, and this is a very important insight. And the ability to show gratitude applies even when inside you're hurting or you're upset. Everyone gets upset at times, just like on the other side of the mechitza with the husbands, we say the same thing all the time. 
They need to learn, even if they're upset about something or upset about why is a particular thing. They do not stop in their efforts to always be giving and to be gracious and to be kind as best as they can and to rise above it. Same applies to the women. It is a two-way street legit, uh, legitimately. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to be a two-way street. And, you know, so um, when even when you're hurt or you're upset, but when your husband is doing something nice, you do your best to accept it gracefully, to thank him. Those words change it around so much in the most beautiful way. There are times when, indeed, there is a need for a discussion where you discuss with each other what's hurting you and and how to improve that, and we're going to talk about it. We have in the main shiurim. We'll talk about it in the shiurim as well. But it's very, very important to bring that and to continue to rise above our natural feelings and to do what is right and correct, and the feelings will come ultimately afterwards. Brings down over here also that uh, Rabbi Yossi met Elio Anavi and he asked him that the Torah says that the woman is a helpmate. How does she help? And Elio answered like this. A person brings home wheat and we don't eat wheat. The wife makes it into bread. We bring home flax. We don't wear flax. The woman makes clothing from the flax. And in those days, that's the way it was. So we see from this that our husbands are the givers we are the receivers, but when we receive that wheat, we turn it into bread, the woman, the women. We return it into bread. We receive the flax. We turn it into, into, into clothing. So we're also giving as we're receiving. We're growing as we're receiving. There's a big difference between taking selfishly and receiving in a giving way. And again, this is something that I'm just miramis to hinting here, but I'm not going to go into it in detail. But in the sexual realm, it applies the same way. When your husband wants to give pleasure, allow yourself to receive it. Allow yourself to receive it, and then with Akar Satoiv, say the thank you and express it back to him. And your giving to him in that way is also a form of receiving. It goes hand in hand, by the way. It's very, very important to know because every human being is both giver and receiver. So even though we said all the way in the beginning of the shear that primarily the husband is the giver and the woman is the receiver, that is very, very true. But every man has within him a need to receive as well and every woman has in her the need to give as well. Just have to do it in the right way. When a man gives, he needs to give. And when he receives, he receives in order to give. A woman, the same thing. She needs to know how to be vulnerable and accept to be able to receive what her husband wants to give. And then she in turn could, by either hakara satay, by saying thank you, or giving back to him in the sexual realm sexually, that's also giving in a healthy way that allows you to receive more than ultimately give more. And it's a cycle that promotes shalom and the shechina to bring come down into the home. Bracha natzlacha, we will play place here um, a copy of the exercise here. There's four of them here. Show your husband appreciation by thanking him for something he has said or done to you. List three feelings or emotions that make it difficult for you to receive from your husband and try to work through that in order to, going forward, allow yourself to receive. Notice when you have a re- urge to reject the gift your husband is trying to give you. Understand your resistance and by understanding it and overcoming it, you will accomplish great things.
talks about self-care also. Self-care is part of the healthy receiving as well. Bracha and atzlacha.